Hello and welcome to the Chatterkey Podcast, where we break down and review movies, TV, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, occasionally have a random ass topic conversation, if you can think of a topic to talk about. Uh, I'm your host, Drake King Thomas Hughes, I will be Hayden, aka Licklet, with me, uh, and we're here today to talk about our next little trilogy, <laughs> uh, continuing with a, a Disney musical theme, uh, to keep this one happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about the movie Descendants. Released in 2015, uh, which focuses on the kids of classic Disney villains as they try to, well, live up to their parents' standards, essentially, like their level of evilness, Mm -hmm. but also trying to fit in with the good guys. Yeah, trying to fit in with the United Kingdom, what's it called? United States of Oregon. Yeah, trying to fit with the people of Oregon. While also still trying to live up to their parents mm. who, you know, trying to get them to steal a wand. So one of them is trying to get them to steal a wand, a.k.a. Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the others are just kind of there for the ride. Yeah, there's like, Maleficent's like, give, the, get, give me the wand. Do you mean us the wand? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I meant that. <laughs> oh, pretty much. That the point of all the villains are basically all washed up. has Yeah. They're... That they've been away from their magic and powers for so long that they're all pretty much just like regular people, but they've still got that evil intent. And because of how twisted their minds are, yeah. they're very much like, well, we're still villains, we just can't really do anything. Obviously, they brought their kids up to be like them. Yeah. And obviously, what these people were big, like dangerous villains, and now are pretty much like. Jafar is now the basic some kind of like shop owners shop selling owner stolen who's goods. Stolen goods, yeah, it's pretty much offence basically. Okay, Cara Deville is basically crazy. She's lost her mind. Makes sense a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, evil... the, the one shop and the one who the mansions. Yeah, the, the yeah. eyes shot when she's in the car. Like, yeah, that e- kind of sums up that mm. idea. Evil Queen, obviously, she's like this vain. Woman's like obviously because now she's older, so she's not as like what she believed she was. Like yeah, so she's very a lot more bitter, and she, she, even when like she she tried to make her daughter as vain as her, she's always like who's the fairest of them all. And he was like me, <clears throat> oh, you, you. Sorry, <laughs> I mean she's very vain. Then there's Maleficent. She's obviously Maleficent still. Yeah, enough. she's still as evil and twisted, and she's trying to make Mal be as evil as well. And the yep. whole thing of like. She wants her to, Mal to basically have no love in her life whatsoever, and Mal's such a twisted person. She, this is quite a twisted person. She tries to manipulate everyone around her. Like she, she, her whole goal is to get the wand for herself. Yeah. But she's making the other villains like think that she didn't with them. Yeah. Just so they can convince their kids to help Mal. We should obviously going to take it off now, anyways. Exactly. Mm. So obviously the the plot of this is, as you say, they've got to get the ones the villains out. Yeah, fairy so godmothers. They, obviously, they obviously want the kids to do it because they can't leave the island because there's a massive field yeah. over force field over the island. But Ben's given the, the uh, yeah, yeah, but obviously Ben, the son of Beauty, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Bell, Bell, yeah, and Beast, mm-hmm. uh, has obviously given the opportunity to ha- let the kids, these four, mm-hmm. come over. To the island, obviously, the uh, Oridon to basically be with people, kids their age and try yeah. and be good. So, obviously, that's their opportunity then to get the wand. So, obviously, they get into their mind of getting the wand. 
Mm. Um, the only one who doesn't want the kid to grow up is Corella. Eventually, she wants to use him like as a slave, pretty much, because she's very abusive to Carlos. Yep. I do find it funny though how washed up she is in terms of like she's oh, treated yeah. son like oh don't go near any dogs are scary and everything. She's basically because she's so obsessed with dogs that she's made them out to be these like vicious things. So now Carlos would never ever steal a dog. Yeah, which is quite funny. But yeah, obviously they they utilize them to go over and try and steal the ones. So obviously the then you got your story of them trying to just fit in with everything around them. Obviously slowly evolving their characters from what their parents want them to be to what. Mm-hmm. They actually inside, are right? inside. So mm. obviously you got obviously Carlos who evolves from hating dogs to loving dogs. Yeah, the little pet dude. Yeah, um, obviously you got uh, Jay who evolves from not wanting to be a part of a team. Yeah. So obviously being always about himself to being more this team player for team the fact player. that obviously he joins the, mm. their weird tourney. Yeah, their, their weird sport they have where you can get. It's basically on lacrosse. It is basically lacrosse, lacrosse but with turrets. <laughs> just, yeah, basically lacrosse with. Man, man turrets you can shoot at people and your yeah. block of shields and it's more fun version of, t- of yeah it's a cross it, it's you know yeah it's definitely like something that's mm. very interesting it's very yeah. over the top evie um, obviously she's been brought up to try like, and go oh, for princes yeah go for print go for the rich basically people, be really get dumb and mm. that's your way of getting obviously, use your looks not your yeah. brain kind of thing and she learns to use her brain yeah as well as the looks and she doesn't need like to be smart be dumb to get a guy because then she, she when she's acting like herself she obviously gets doug who's obviously one of the uh seven dwarfs kids seven dwarfs <laughs> the fucking he's a funny character and obviously mm. you got mal who's obviously the leader yeah. of all these ones who, again obviously like her mom basically like her mom who then evolves mm. into loving and caring rather than hating yeah. and despising basically the complete opposite of Millicent. yeah obviously it's cool to see obviously them becoming themselves and obviously mm-hmm. they've got the help around them, because obviously yeah. uh, it's a, uh, uh, Mal's obviously got Ben, mm. who she, you know, does technically cheat at first by, you know, yeah, she basically, magically brainwashing him. Basically magically re him. Yeah. In a way. So she does cheat at first, but then obviously when he washes it off and he feels the same way, because, you know, he doesn't want yeah. to be with Aubrey, because Aubrey's kind of stuck up. I think, yeah, you see, obviously, before even before, like, she charms him. That's easy to her. The, they've definitely got a lot, a lot more of chemistry. chemistry than him and Aubrey. If one in the first scene we see them together, they have more chemistry. Than every single scene he has with Audrey throughout uh, the entire franchise. Technically speaking, Ben's also helpful. Carlos, so he's yeah. the one who helps. You him see, dog. Ben is this like he actually is a good guy. And he like he would be a good king. He seems to care about everyone. Oh, Jay is more the coach. When yeah. he sits down and talks to him, and it's like one to one. That's more of his. And obviously, then um, Evie is more of Doug. With Doug, yeah. Obviously, pointing it out and everything. Mm. Um, so, yeah, obviously, everyone's got someone to support them and help them through yeah. it. Obviously, Ben doing the most work, he's having to help yeah, two people. Because he's king, well, does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Well, like, be becoming king. king. Becoming king. Burger King. He, come, he becomes <laughs> king at the end of it. Becomes though. the Burger King. <laughs> With that goddamn crown. That it's, goddamn cheap Disney Channel budget crown. But it's a funny crown and it's consistent. Like for all three films, they keep that crown. It doesn't change. <laughs> they could have like, I love it. actually like a, a metal looking crown, but no, it's like no. a big plastic ass crown. I like that, okay. <laughs> they may as well literally have just gone to Burger King and got one of the fucking paper crowns and said, there you go, mate, fucking wear this. That'll fucking do ya. Oh. And just stuck over the Burger King logo with like an uh, Oridon logo. Hey, I respect them for keeping at it. For keeping that crown for like the entire time. There's even one point where um, on the second film, when like when someone 3D prints the crown. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it looks just as cheap. 
But yeah, I did like as well, obviously, as you said when watching it, it's a bit more grown up in terms of yeah. like, the end goal of the whole thing is more of, well, marriage. Yeah, marriage. It's like a lot love and marriage, whereas like zombies is more love and just growing up yeah. like, from a kid to... Going to college. Basically that. going through basically mm. youth, whereas this is more... Youth is here, but you're basically pushing past that now to adulthood. It makes sense as well, like, because like, this is all based off, like, old fairy tale, like, yeah. episode, like films. And the whole thing is when the, the prince and the princess get married. That's, like, their big yeah. goal. And this is what happens throughout the entire three franchises. The first one is pretty much just Ben becoming king. That's, like, the main thing. And then... And then basically trying to becoming, become good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like as well, obviously, the... Don't, the obviously the Bond that all four have. Oh, definitely. They feel they feel like they're not just friends; they're like a family. I mean, mm. obviously the way they support each other, but also the fact that in that obviously the point in that one scene with um obviously when uh, the uh, Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. obviously the grandmother of Sleeping Beauty, obviously yeah. uh, starts having to go to Mal, and obviously it all starts kicking mm. off, and Chad gets involved, and obviously really gets in like Evie's face, not Evie, um, Mal's face, and mm-hmm. I think fucking uh. Jade just jumps in and is like basically yeah. near enough wants to deck him like and obviously Iggy then has to kind of stop it with the spray to knock him out like that mm. sort of bond of them trying to like stick together yeah. obviously Jay being a sort of older brother type mm-hmm. like you don't mess with anyone or else mm. I will just like break your legs and we get, you see that evolve throughout the franchise as well and then uh, yeah exactly mm. and obviously Evie being the smart one in the sense that she's obviously realised yeah you can't really deck this guy right now yeah so she just knocks him out using a spray yeah no, uh, Carlos being the little kid who's just like at the back he's a like, nerdy kid he's just watching it unfold like mm. do I do something here or do I just sit back and no I'm going to sit back and just uh, let, them, let them have a moment here I'll just stroke Doug uh, and then you've got obviously uh, Mal who's just kind of like trying to absorb all this and then eventually he's like snapping and being like yeah, yeah. fuck you fuck them which is proven when obviously um Hey God, mother's kid's been a bitch, and she's just like yeah, she really does like because obviously does the spell and fucks her hair up. Yeah, because like throughout the film, they they have their own little plots to try and grab the one. The first time is they go break into the museum where it's been held. Obviously, it's got an alarm system, so they can't actually get to it. And the second time, she's trying to befriend Jane, and she does that by like obviously altering Manip- the hair, manipulating manip- the hair, putting ideas in her head that oh she needs to look more pu- beautiful to get more who guys wants, yeah. than she wants, and. To get a boyfriend and the whole idea of oh, what do you ask I can only do hair, but if you used to ask your mum, she could like do other things. Maybe she'd get the one that yeah. She did to Cinderella, so why can't she do it to you? And if if ever does it, I can be there just trying to like grab the wand. And each one sort of like has a little blocker like I said, the museum can't get to it. There's this one. The godmother won't do it. She won't like Yeah work for Jane. But then that, that still stirs the pot yeah, for later that on. Yeah, in, in, that keeps going for in when she head. fully snaps and yeah. it goes full, like, basically the, the top sort of kid at school, like, hating, like, yeah. everyone else around you. So then, obviously, just wanting, wanting to do it herself, get the mm. wand and zap, zap, zap. I and mean, obviously, that fucks yeah. thing. Obviously, it releases, obviously, Maleficent into mm. the world. Because the only time that one's ever going to be exposed is through Ben's... Um, What's the word? And you need to become a king. Coronation. That's the word. Yeah, Ben's coronation. That's the only time the Guan ever comes. I wasn't out. gonna say. I was gonna see if he could get it, but I, 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 had enough, I was like, she's gonna make clicking <laughs> phrases. Like, I'm, I'm, fuck, no. fuck it. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the only time the Guan will ever come out. So, obviously, Mal's like, 
and the only way the person that gets next to Ben is obviously the girlfriend. Yeah. And that's why she charms him. him. Or she roofies him. Yeah. <laughs> magically roofies him just to... You know, he still you likes have to sit her next anyway, to him. So. Yeah. So that doesn't mean so anything. That's completely fine. <laughs> yeah. He sort of looks past. He's like, "Hey, you drug me. It's okay. I love you." <laughs> he's like, he's much like, I understand. Obviously, where she come from. He, he knows she's not really used to love and stuff. And this is how someone who would, yeah, was raised by villains would react, act. Yeah, it makes sense to him. That's why she she does it in the sense of trying to obviously get to the one. Yeah. But... Then she has the snap in the mind of you can see wait no no I feel like there might be something actually yeah some some feels weird but I'm liking something what's going on basically mm. I like that so it's interesting obviously just to see like the kids of like, some of the characters like popular. yeah and obviously then also like the Mulan's daughter yeah who has a bit bigger part in the second film oh yeah anything, she's more big where she's more Mulan yeah rather like, than actually sword fighting just, like, you know it's the one that the yeah. extras sort of thing. But obviously, it's also funny to see obviously some of the other grown-ups, like obviously Beast and uh, Bell. <laughs> obviously, Bell's is basically like Bell Norman. There's Beast, obviously yeah. more humanoid with his glasses on. And uh, the king. Yeah. <laughs> but then when, when shit goes down, <laughs> yeah, straight away goes back to the Beast mode, um, which is funny because I, I do love obviously how he's then taught that into Ben. And yeah. When ben reacts and ben goes full exactly the same. Beast mode. Well, I do like obviously the statue they have outside, which obviously is his way of mm. remembering. Who he is, obviously, because he's got the statue of himself normal. And if you yeah. clap, it becomes the beast. Mm. To show that even if someone is like this, basically, essentially a villain, mm-hmm. there's still good inside them and they'll still be yeah. redeemed, which he was. Obviously, that's what, that's what Ben used to convince his dad to go agree to the whole bringing the villain's, villain's kids. kids in. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think the special effects are a bit iffy in this film. It's yeah. Disney Channel budget. But yeah. I mean, um, the one that sort of looks kind of bad to me was the, well, as you said, the lacrosse, basically, uh, yeah. sports, when the you know, ball is very clearly CG. And it's, it's well, when it's fast moving, you can sort yeah. of really tell it's like, ooh, a bit dicey there. But then you got the dragon scene, which isn't absolutely terrible. I've mm-hmm. seen worse CGI. Yeah. For a kid's TV show, mm-hmm. film, My sorry. Film. It doesn't. It's not terrible. I mean, it's better than a lot of the sci-fi channel stuff. Yeah. And they probably put a bit more budget into trying mm. to make it look like it was that. Then again, they probably put more budget into trying to get at least one big name actor into their movie. Yeah. Whereas this, not really. Yeah, they got a big Broadway star, but it's not really like these big, big name actors. But Dove Cameron's probably obviously the only real mm. massive Should one. Be Disney one. So. Well, most, a lot of the cast that pop up have at least appeared in some at Disney. Oh before. yeah. Mm. But a lot of them. It's- like, like for example, Sophia Carson, she mostly does stuff after this film. She's there's a whole babysitting one with Sabrina Carson. Ah, uh, mm. there's a mixture of ones that yeah. basically were big before, and some mm. that became a bit more. Obviously, one of those gay was the biggest thing he was in was Twilight. He's in Twilight films, he's one of the werewolves. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, when I plays Carlos, Jesse. Yeah, he's in Jesse. So, and and mirrors. Yeah, Eva Sutherland. He's a smart ass really well. kid, really young kid in it. He's other stuff, but... He's a bit of grown-ups. Mm, he's a grown-up. Grown-up. Mm. Which is, that's a low point. <laughs> I mean, the first one's alright. First one's acceptable. Second one, kind of takes it a bit too far. Uh, mm. But yeah. So yeah, I can sort of let the CGI slide a bit, because it is Disney Channel. Yeah. Obviously, if they did it on Disney+, Plus, 
now, mm-hmm. it probably would look better, especially after seeing the aliens spaceship in uh, that. But then again, that was dark. So that can mask the CGI a bit more. True. Whereas this is bright light dragon. Mm. So it, mm, it might have still put, looked a bit more. I think they've learned from the lightning because lighting because in the third film, it's a lot more dark when yeah. they use the dragon clips for so. That's why you have to use the darkness to mask your. Yeah. You know, questionable CGI. To be fair, though, the dragon does look better in this first film, I think, in the other two films. I can't remember. Stop the uh, Yeah, from what I can remember, they're a lot more puppet looking. If I remember correctly. I might be remembering wrong. But it's more you like might a... be remembering wrong. Yeah. I can't remember at all, so there's no point in me trying to remember anything. Mm. Um, see, yeah. Um, I think, just like Zombies 1, mm-hmm. the music is definitely at its weakest point of the franchise in this first movie. Two and three definitely have better music. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, one is definitely the weakest point. There's not really one that heavily stands out massively in this really? one to me. Yeah. I disagree. I, 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 I don't think the music's dog shit. Yeah. But I don't think the music's great. Like Zombies, first one. I don't think the mu- music is dog shit, but mm. it's not the high point of the franchise. It's definitely a weak part of the Getting a lot bit. These music is the best in the second one. But I think there are. I prefer the songs in this one than do to the third one. Oh no, no chance. I lo- there are. Well, my favorite song is in the third one, of all the whole franchise. But there are. I prefer most of the ones in this one. No chance. Genuinely. Third, third mu- one's got every music in the third one mm. way better than every song in this one. There's only one for me that is heavily stood out just because of the emotional side of it. Mm. Every other song is just. Eh. First one's all right. Way to be wicked. That's all right. That's second one. Oh, wait, no, yeah. Right to the core. Right to the core, that's it. Sorry. But, Wait till we get second film. There's a lot of it, as long as about trying to be evil in this, fran- this franchise. It's confusing after a while. The third one's good to be bad. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of evil ones. The whole idea is about being villains. Mm. But yeah, for me personally, the music isn't its best. I mean, I can literally listen to the second and third film soundtrack mm. more than once. This one, I usually skip. Genuinely, I put all three. I generally usually skip this soundtrack. I love the music in this one. I love the se- second one more than music, but I love the first one's music. I, mean, I prefer Zombies 1's music to this film, like, personally. Christian Chenworth's obviously Evil Like Me, a really good film, song. I don't get why you don't like I, it. I think it's, it. it's more it's more Broadway. It's taking the style of Broadway and like Wicked and kind of stuff like that. Why like, well, you don't like it because you're not a big fan of musicals? I do like the occasional musical. That's, that's a straight up lie you're, there. You're always complaining, like... <laughs> Let's put musical on. That's a cr- that's a crap <laughs> like that. I do like a lot of musicals, a like lot of Broadway Disney... musical kind of thing. Rock of Ages is Broadway. Yeah. Okay. That's just rock music. <laughs> it's like really Broadway weird. Music, that, is it? that one? Yeah, but there's that one scene of Russell Brand and uh, you know, bang bang trying to bang. <laughs> that's still rock though. <laughs> uh, Aerosmith. It's mm. a rock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I prefer Zombies 1 soundtrack to this. And mm. that's the same to me, because I, I said in that, I wasn't the biggest fan of that soundtrack. Yeah, I like... I agree to disagree. But okay, I agree, love agree the song to this I'm just okay. not a big fan of the music in this one. Perfect. I like everything else about it, but the music not so My much. second favourite song in the entire franchise is from this film. I think everything past this movie has got way better songs. Mm. But we'll agree to disagree on that one. Yeah. That's the point of these. You don't always have to agree. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to disagree. And this time we definitely disagree. Um, 
anything else I can... Uh... The costumes. The costumes are pretty the, good. The way they're all designed. Like, obviously, you see... There's like, a lot of... Uh, basically, the parents' mm, designs within their costumes, the colour schemes and whatnot. Yeah, and then you see the, like, the kids' versions. They're a lot more, like, a more modern version of, of their them, outfits. Yeah. Like, you can see the, where Mal's got inspiration for a lot of her stuff on her costume. She even has, like, the logo in the back, which you see, obviously... In the first film, is like they're they're on a little gang, the v, the VK, the VKs. So mm-hmm. They're like a little gang. They've done little tags and stuff. And you see how obviously hers is Maleficent, and you do see that even Jade got his own one. And I can't, I can't. I know they've Carlos and Evie have one, but you don't really see theirs. But they do like in law have one. Because obviously, this whole film is based off a book. The whole book series of it is based off of. And you learn stuff like Mal. If she completes this, she would actually Maleficent will call her Maleficent in the books. But we obviously don't really see this in the films. No. Mm. But uh, her like jacket has that heart like dragon inspiration in the back because a lot of the kind of color schemes, the hair, Mal's, Evie's hair is more blue to go the whole vibe of being the sort of evil queen look. See, Jay's is more like a rugged leather. Jafar looking kind of thing, and then you got Carlos with the elaborate, yeah, <laughs> dog styled. Like a... <laughs> then get baby, <laughs> yeah. And you can see it with Ben as well, like he's more regal, yeah, he's got the king looking, yeah. really. The fine little blue suit, <laughs> the yellow trims, it's a nice mix of beast and bell, yeah, I like that. And the classic uh, <laughs> Burger King crown, <laughs> Burger King crown. <laughs> Oh, but I like the hair, the costumes, especially the villains. I look good. Even like on the actual island, you see they're all like more like a rugged. Like it's like a a ghetto kind of like area. I mean, it's like it's the the back streets kind of like thing. You're really good, and you even see like some of the villains. Like it's like Evil Queen. She's still got that regal like medieval look to her. A hint of modern to it, but I like the way it all looks. It's good. The slums. <laughs> basically, the whole island is basically yeah. the slums. Mm-hmm. If we see more, but we see more of the island on the second film. But and, and the third one, well, yeah, we see... it doesn't really focus heavily mm. on the island. This one, it's just no. that they've come from there. You see, it's mainly yeah. that or or done this time round. Really and after see, this, yeah. because of this film, mm-hmm. actions and whatnot of characters going to the island yeah we get obviously more of the island going forward mm-hmm. uh, for different reasons both bad and good yeah um I don't think of anything else yeah mm. I mean obviously you see the swap of the villain kids end up becoming good and we see that the kid, the kids of the good people they're a bit arsehole you got like obviously Aurora's daughter obviously Audrey she's very like stuck up bitchy she's very like I'm the best one here. I'm going and to be queen. Yeah. And she's very... Yeah, and we've got Chad. <laughs> Chad, the idiot son of Prince Charming and Cinderella. And he's fucking... I love that. He's got all the charm, but not none of the there's there. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like... I do love that explanation. <laughs> and he though. gets so much more funny throughout the film. Like, I would say he's the Bucky of this franchise. I don't think he's anywhere near Bucky, though, personally. He's not at Bucky's level. No. But he's like... 
Bucky's just at the right level. I think there's no no one can touch the level of Bucky. I, I think, mean, after re-editing the podcast and yeah. looking at some of the, the clips from the film, just obviously just to remind myself of stuff. I mean, there's moments where he pops in where he doesn't need to mm. be in there. The whole musical uh, number of um, which one was it? Um, Alien Invasion. No, I think it might have been Exceptional Z. Oh yeah, when he just pops up randomly and just <laughs> walks off. And then no way, he's back in the crowd dancing. Everyone yeah. was like, like well, "You didn't need to like jump up and like run and go." It was literally because everyone's like singing about obviously him being obviously what how he's mm. what he's changed the the school and everything. How he's changed everyone's minds. And he walks past. He's like, "Yeah, you I agree. You've done that. Might never for the best, but he just walks off." I'm just if like, I like it. Mm. I'm just like, did you need to do did the, did the, like, pop up randomly and do that? But yes, he did. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think he's gonna be any. He's, I don't think he, he I, I think reaches Chad the bookie is level. On the f- he's like a a big tech. He's bookie. a B tech bookie, yeah. But I think uh, Chad in the first film's a lot like bookie. He's very stuck up with himself. He's very like. You know, everyone wants me. But then he just gets dopey as fuck. Better, but yeah, in the second film, he becomes a complete, like, washed-up idiot. I think it's more of, like, he's Bucky if Bucky let himself go. Yeah. Pretty much. And then the third film is a fucking wreck. <laughs> Which why yeah. I think he's the best in the third film. Because <laughs> it's just fucking useless. <laughs> oh. You've also got... Uh, well, the only one who's not at their level, obviously, mm-hmm. is Doug, the son of uh, yeah. Dopey, is it? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Dopey. Dopey. Mm. Yeah. Uh, who's part of the, the band in the mm. the school. He's basically like the nerd character. Yeah. I would say he's the only one who's not that's as stuck up as the rest because I mm. mean as soon as he catches eyes of obviously Evie he's like uh, nah. <laughs> like he fully falls in love and he's mm. like whoa. And he actually takes the time to get to know her. Yeah and try and, and he, make he, her. He's like saying you're smarter than you think yeah. you are. Basically. He's the only one who actually sort of assists. Yeah. Rather than hates on, mm. which obviously makes sense because the dwarfs what the dwarfs did. Mm. They went offense, no white. Obviously, they helped her. Rather yeah. than, you know, just like get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> and then just kick her out. They helped her, so it makes sense why he would be, help her mm. and obviously help the rest of them. Yeah, even if he can't remember all the dwarfs' names. What well, to be fair, they dark. <laughs> and then he gets to it, uh, and then uh, fucking Carlos walks by and goes, "Sneezy." He says that while covered in chocolate as well. <laughs> yeah, because Carlos loves his chocolate in this movie. Especially that one scene when they're in the uh, outside and they've got the fucking fence yeah. and they've got the chocolate. Um, and then um, fucking um. Jace just goes, oh, licks the chocolate. <laughs> and it's the, it's this, it's the a bit when I was, she's like, oh, I came with my friends. And they all turn around and they're like, just there, the drenching chocolate, waving at them. Is that, they're, they're all formal. It's like, mm. hmm. And there's him going, like, I do like, like how oh. Jane and Carlos' relationship evolves as well. And the first, like the start of the first film, it's pretty much like they're constantly always fighting. You see, like there's a bit when like, they're all fighting over something, and he's like, "Why do you want it? Because you want it." <laughs> <laughs> they're basically and, brothers. Yeah, and then obviously at the end of the film, it's like the um, the attorney is like, um, "Well, if I'm like, he's I'm my the, brain. Yeah, I'm part I'm, of. The, I'm, the, I'm part of. The, if I'm the fist, he's my brain. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, like, I need, we, I need him." Which he does, because, yeah. I mean, he uses him to block shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, he actually is useful. Mm. Uh, and but he, basically, they are br- basically like brothers. Yeah. That is the whole idea of them. Obviously, if Evie and Mal are basically like sisters. Well, if we go with how Duff Cameron says, <laughs> probably not sisters. <laughs> well, it depends what state they're in. Um, <laughs> and obviously, um, that's them to basically like brothers. Mm. Like, there's those bonds between all of them. And obviously, well, they each have their own sort of little bond, mm. which is 
shown at different points yeah, throughout like, the franchise. The hints of it, of like Mal and Evie, but the second film is a lot more. Obviously, there's a whole, they have their own song together. Yeah, I know. Space Between. Yeah, I know. But we'll get to that in the I know. We'll get I that. remember that one. Yeah. But, yeah, we see that the whole, they are very close to each other, because obviously they've gone through quite a lot, obviously, on the island. They're always together. Yeah. Like, in, on, in the books, like, remember correctly, Mal and Evie, like, start off fighting constantly. But if you think about it, yeah. they are the, the their parents are like the biggest villains yeah, essentially of much. like most of Disney. Yeah. Apart from obviously a couple of ones which aren't present, mm. i.e. Scar. He's Scar, probably one yeah. of the more bigger ones, but obviously because he actually physically kills people. <laughs> obviously, the, the Lion King side of it isn't part of yeah this sadly. Or is it? Like there's oh, so there could be. So it's isn't like a reference or something. Or something I think like. in the books probably there probably are in the books, but I don't think we see much. Yeah. So Scar's probably the biggest one that's like not present. Yeah, like we have um, obviously we don't really see Gaston, but uh, he, he's, there's references he, to him. Yeah, he's referenced in, the, in this one, and, and his sons in the second yeah. and third one. Mm. Okay, we have, we get little hints of other ones. Obviously, Harry Hook in the second film is obviously Hook's son, and there are other obviously a really big. Powerful villain that we'll get to in the first yeah, film because that's there's, big, big spoiler. There's a, there's a few that aren't present, but obviously, uh, of all the classic, yes, the classic ones, ones. these are sort of the big, big ones. Like, the big four, like I mean, Cinderella, like, big, yeah, Sleeping Beauty, yeah. um, Aladdin, Aladdin is obviously mm. a very big one because it obviously was one that was along the line of like how well, they would poke Hunter some more land. It was yeah. one that was different, different culture, different. It was obviously a lot, obviously mm. different. It was. Really popular, and then the one that's not an actual like princess film, Hundred One Dalmatians. Yeah, which is it's still a that, Disney film, but not a princess. Like, film. That makes sense to throw in that mm. one in because then it gives that different perspective. Yeah, because obviously they're all kids of like, ones that have attacked princesses, whereas he's not the worst. The, yeah, he's the, he's the son of someone who's the worst of them all. Dog kills dogs. <laughs> kills dogs. Basically, so it is interesting to see that there's mm. different they're uh, utilizing different characters. Yeah, that wouldn't normally fit with these. Other ones, so mm. it definitely stands out when obviously you look at them. You see obviously the idea of the characters, and you're like, okay, those yeah. sort of might work together. And there's Corey, it's like she wouldn't work with them realistically, mm-hmm. but you know that makes sense because she's meant to be. The, it's kind of like the outcast of the the four essentially, because yeah, yeah, she's the, the crazy one. one. I think like she only really deal ha- deal with them lot because obviously her son does. Yeah, and she pretty much wants to have a son with her all the time yeah. to do her bidding. To basically be her dog. <laughs> Essentially. Essentially. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much... Anything else? Are you covered for this film? Um, talk about the costumes, sets, pretty much. I mean, the whole idea is pretty interesting. Like, of bringing all of the kids of the villains and all the kids of the good guys and mix them in the same universe. Because some of them, obviously, are from actual real world places and some are more medieval fantasy lands but like mix them all together so it's, it's obviously not the first time struggle. that sort of idea has ever been approached yeah. I mean Marvel did it with Next Avengers true um, mm. Sky High even though obviously that obviously they're not obviously based on famous characters mm. that was sort of the same idea but obviously just not well known characters because yeah. they're not they're made for that film but you can you get the idea it's basically this, this one's like different eras as well as different like Different areas of Disney, as well as different like aspects of the world, all mixed together yeah. in one world. Like obviously, obviously, Credeville's like era is really more like Victorian style. 
like if you tore him to like nineteen twenty, like that kind of era. Uh, like nineteen chimney sweeper type era. Yeah, because they make the chimney sweeper, but they're still cars. Yeah. So like probably the nineteen fifties, twenties. Mary Poppins of. style. Yeah, more Mary Poppins era. Basically, it's basically very similar. Mm. Whereas the other ones obviously aren't more fantasy. More fantasy, aspects, yeah. Like obviously. So Credit the Bills more... era is more realistic. Yes. To compared to the rest, which are all kind of more mm-hmm. over the top. Yeah, like we see. It, it takes some aspects of reality, yeah. but aren't like fully based in reality. Mm, like, like Beast, and, like Belle is more Paris. He's French in it. French in the Wee wee, yes. Yeah, I think that's more France. So got different aspects of Earth and different aspects of fantasy land, like fairy kingdom and shit like that, all mixed together. I mean, fucking hell, this, we have, we have like Greek gods in here as well. Because I'll say there's a villain in here. Shh. That's not part of this. You've gone too far ahead. Are you done? Yes. You summed up. I think it. that's something like the world, the concept itself is really good, and the how the world building done pretty good. Also, kind of funny that they call the United States of Oregon the USA. Hmm. I wonder what that's a reference to. You done? Yes. Okay. I think that's done. Let's, let's, go, let's go to the ratings then. Um, yeah. I, just like the zombies, it's a fun opening act to this yeah. trilogy. Uh, and obviously this one that we before doing this recording we know how it ends because mm-hmm. all three movies have been released um but it's definitely a, a very entertaining first chapter yeah uh which as i uh, obviously my only complaint just like zombies one is the music for me isn't mm. i think it because i've heard the other films that's what makes me go oh this is definitely like yeah. the weakest or oh, that's my issue there i definitely feel like that's maybe kind of Lingering there, lingering there is just the fact that I've heard the music from all the others, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This is definitely the weak points for me," like, especially in terms of the choreography. But the mm-hmm. in terms of some of the other ones are kind of, the sets of the other musical numbers, a lot more a lot, extravagant sets. Yeah, basically, I feel like that's songs. what helps mm. the songs like come out. Whereas this one, not really. I mean, the only like really good set made for one was the opening one because it's yeah. obviously a wide set whereas the second one is more of a, like it's a museum um third one onwards they're just kind of just like in the same place so i feel like the, the other ones are kind of in better locations that's what mm-hmm. kind of helps them a bit more come across that and i feel like they've got better beats uh but still i feel like this is definitely a good place to start uh great cast um and an interesting story so if it's a, very much like zombies, it for me it'd be a seven out of ten, which is obviously a bronze mm. egg. So, yeah, well, a fun start. I disagree. It's what it's me. This is one of my favorite films. Like, as all the Disney films, like Definitely. even is this even higher to me? It's higher than High School Musical. We have a different taste in movies cool. by the look of it. Yes, but I really love this film. Like, I go for the more classics. You go for the more child friendly. I like the film. Okay, You're I really child. do. And like. I could watch even just the first one over and over again. Like I prefer the second, but I do have a high rating for the first one because like you don't like really like them that much. Whereas I love the music. Like there are some of my favorite, some of my favorite songs are from the first film, and I like obviously Kristen Chenoweth's like her performance as Mal, magnificent. I was going to say Mal yeah, Cameron. Magnificent. Come on, you're the one supposed to be the, fra- shit, shut up. the, the big brand of this franchise. <laughs> shut, up. <laughs> shut up. I like her performance, Maleficent, and I like the 
the whole relationship she has with Mal and the struggle. And I think we don't really see her again in the second film. Obviously, her staff is using the third one, and you see her lizard form in the second form. We don't really see much of her in the films. That's all you really see. Whereas she got a big part of this. And is she the villain of the film? That's why. Since yeah, each film needs someone who's the big villain. This yeah. one is Maleficent. Mm. And I think I just I always just I like this film. It's just it's a big one for me. So I'm gonna give this one. I'm not gonna give a ten because I'm gonna. Wow! Oh, yeah. Fucking hell, the hate must be getting to me while I'm hearing things here. But I'm still gonna give it a nine. Oh, it's a high nine I'm, for me. I, I've, I definitely felt it's the a hate. high nine. This hate's definitely getting to me. I'm, I'm hearing yeah. things here. I'm not giving it a 10. Yeah, it's a high 9. Someone needs to research a 10 now. It's almost a 10. In, I think it, for, in comparison. If the second one and the third one didn't exist, it would be a 10 out of 10. But because they do, in comparison, I'm going to give it a 9. Okay, with a high 9. Kick him Like I prefer this to zombies. All three films. Yeah, mm, but for comparison sakes, mm. I'd give it a nine. I don't know. That's an, that's an, that's looked... an interesting one. Obviously, I'll, I'll yeah. see when I've watched them all if I would mm. do. I mean, mm, I don't know if I, which one I prefer. This and zombies. One. Mm, see, zombies is different. Yeah, that's something like but I like zombies for what it is. I'm going to agree in terms of the first film at least. I think mm-hmm. Descendants one is better than Zombies one in terms of. A lot of the aspects to mm. it because it's, it's it's obviously focusing on the actual stuff we know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of gonna agree on that idea. Number one is better than number one of zombie franchise. Mm-hmm. But I'm, oh, I'm gonna be interesting. I'm I'm gonna be comparing the sequels as I'm going along as well, saying yeah. the sequels better. And then yeah, so that makes sense to me. Yeah, I definitely agree. Descendants one it is better than Zombies one. But, but Zombies one is. Mm. Uniquely different because it's zombies. Yeah. I like zombies one a <clears throat> lot. I just prefer this film to a lot of other films, like even other films that aren't Disney films. It's a big film for me. I love this film. Okay, this is a good one. Now, okay, uh, so that gives uh, the chat uh, descendants first one. Uh, the mm-hmm. chat gave overall rating of eight out of ten, mm-hmm. but a high eight out of ten again. Okay, oh, really, it's middle. No, it's a high eight. It's a high one. Oh, it's, it's probably a, a push, an I'm 8.5. A, a push. A fucking push is probably 8.5 at a I'll push. Push you up for the a fucking push. Um, yeah, so you know, half gold, half silver. A uh, bronze. Because it makes it silver. Mind blown. Silver looks like a really shiny silver. Mm, but slightly a bit wet, whereas. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so, okay, um. MVP. For me, Mal. I'll agree on you because because of the evolution of her character from yeah. basically being her mom to actually caring yeah. about everyone. So also, I'll, I'll, instead of Cameron, but also her character, like, she's, out of all of them, she's the most dynamic character, I'd say. She controls a lot of the screen when she's on it. And her whole style is amazing. I love it. Also, purple. I like purple. <laughs> I'll agree on you with that yeah, one. Yeah, to me, MVP. See, runner-up, I want to give it to two. I feel mm. like uh, it's Jane Carlos, personally. Yes. 
they were their funny. probably bond that they have going yeah. throughout it. I think I like how... So you have to throw in Doug in there as well. I don't mm. know, is it? Not Doug, a dude, sorry. Dude. <laughs> Doug's just like, did someone call? <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, Doug. Oh. Go over there. Yeah. I definitely feel like them two are the ones that stand out mm-hmm. the, uh, the most next to her. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, you say they've got that bond. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you say you start off, they start off fighting, which is like brothers do. Yeah. But they're still there for each other, helping each other. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jay being the bigger brother, helping Carlos. So, I definitely feel like them two deserve the runner-up. Yeah, I agree. That they are a good part of the first film. And we see them become more yeah. evolve throughout the franchise as well. Yep, because I mean Jay gets a, someone who's basically the same like mind of him as he go forward. <laughs> uh and also an enemy. Yes. Um okay, um favourite moment. Uh, I'm gonna give it straight away to uh Carlos shitting himself and running away from a dude. Uh just because that starts the evolution of his character from that yeah. point. Like you see him Obviously, he's bed to do like a trial with obviously uh, Ben. It's like, okay, time trial, get ready to run. Dude just bolts out of nowhere. He screams, runs off into the forest. He's like, wow, you got a really good sc- Carlos? And he has to chase after him. And he's there, like, he's not even halfway up a tree. He's like, just like one step on a tree. And he's like, he's going to kill me. He picks him up. And he's like, he's a killer. He's a killer. And then it's from then on the evolution of his character into being yeah. an actual someone who likes dogs. So I do like that it's. Both a comedy moment, mm-hmm. but it's also a teachable moment. Yeah. And it's the evolution, the starting point of his character's evolution to the point of mm-hmm. when you see him with the uh, dude at one point talking to his mom, um, he basically tells his mom to basically fuck off. Yeah. Like, but without saying fuck off, because mm. Disney. Uh, so yeah, I definitely feel like that's my favourite moment. Mm. For me, it will be the um, the Maleficent and Mal stare down 2.0. Second one. Yeah. Basically, just say when she's dragon form. Yeah, because Dragon Force stare down. Because at the start of the film, they have a little stare down and Maleficent wins. And I like how in this one, with the backup of her friends, Mal, the one that wins, obviously she stares down Maleficent in her big dragon form, her most powerful, like, form. And then obviously there's a whole the big stare down. And because of she's got the love of her friends with her and the. Yeah. The support, Four hearts. It, yeah. Are basically. As one. one. It gives her the boost to finally beat Maleficent and force Maleficent to shrink down to the love inside of her heart, which is why it's a fucking little tiny painted bigger dragon. <laughs> I think it's quite powerful. Yeah. I mean, it's big, like just the finally it's her finally standing up to Maleficent. Yeah, instead of just following her blindly. I think that's my favorite moment. Okay, uh, so favorite musical number mm-hmm. uh, for me. The only one that really stands out the most is because it's the. The point of a, again a character's evolution, mm-hmm. uh, if only. Yeah. Uh, the solo Dove Cameron song, uh, when obviously he finally starts thinking, "Wait, am I in love with Ben? Mm-hmm. I've I've drugged him, but and obviously so that makes him madly in love with me. But I feel like this, there's something more inside if me. If I knew what my heart was telling yeah. me, I def- didn't know what love is. Yeah, I definitely feel like mm. that one. Because obviously then it includes a lot of flashbacks to a lot of these key moments in this friendship slash relationship mm-hmm. that. Start making her think even more. Wait, am I in love? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I definitely think you're found it. Obviously, uh, the opening song is probably very close behind that for me, uh, just because it's the first song you ever mm-hmm. hear. But I definitely think you're found Even if they do reprise it like five minutes later <laughs> for no other fucking reason, which they could have just like made another like quick song. Mm. So yeah, I definitely think you're found for me. Yeah, I like a lot of the film songs of this film. I mean, like, I do like Evil, Evil Like Me. Like, it's a fun little 
thing of that's like the weight of Maleficent alt- like her like manipulation of Mal. Yeah. Big part of that. So I'm going to manipulate you. Yeah. In the form of song. I do like to set it off because that's my, out of all of the like end songs of the Descendant films, it's one of my favourite of them. I, like I can't the, remember the other two, so I can't so, really say yeah. much. Mm, this one's my favourite of the end ones. I just remember water involved in the yeah, second the one. Yeah, the second one. No, it's a reason. Um, I do obviously. I know you don't really like it, but I liked um, Did I Mention. I did like that one. It's quite a fun. I, don't think it, I, didn't, I didn't like it. I was. You didn't like it? Oh, you didn't like it even like me, didn't you? I, I don't hate it. You like even I don't like your song. That's me taking the piss. Uh, I don't hate. I've already said I don't hate the music in this. Mm. I think most of it's just mediocre. Well, I like. I've a heard lot of songs. better musical numbers. Like I like the little um, reference to the whole beating the beast of that the um, be I guess. Yeah, be I guess like version. But for me, rotten to the core is like iconic. One of my top favorite ones. I mean, like it's really fucking like the beat's amazing but for me it's one of the catchy songs in so like it meets the second best song in the entire franchise to me but i really i really love it it's one of those ones like if i want to like re- re- listen to some like disney song like one of the nah. top ones to watch there's, 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 really there's a lot i'd put above that yeah but you're weird so there's a lot in the, like, there's a lot in the sequels i'd put above that definitely and I will list them to you there's off fucking recording. One. There's only one for me that tops it. I will list them off recording to you. I think you know which one is the one that tops it, but for me, yeah, genuinely, it's my favourite. I like it. Okay. Oh, fuck, I forgot you can see me on screen. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, that, that, that's it then. Um, that's it for our Descendants podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you seen Desen- Descendants? If so, what did you think about it? Uh, did you like it? Did you hate it? Yeah. Uh, did you think the music was mediocre? Did you love the music uh, to death? Mm. Uh, put these thoughts in the comments below. Um, obviously, check us out on uh, Spotify, iTunes, you know, mm. mostly podcasting platforms. Obviously, YouTube main one because that's where I uploaded straight away to. <laughs> um, and obviously, you can check Descendants and its sequels mm. out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that is it for this. Uh, we'll see you next week when we cover Descendants 2. Mm-hmm. Um, the middle one of the franchise. Yeah, and probably... The better one. Yeah, the best one. Uh, so yeah, uh, we will see you for that next time. Mm-hmm. Bye.